presents SCP. The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Well, Team USA has to be absolutely devastated right now. Why is that? Well, I mean, didn't you hear? Hear what? The breakup of the American royal family. <laughs> hear wait. The, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, the American royal family? The American royal family's done. But giving Kim rise and, to the new American royal family. I thought Kim and Kanye were together still. Just no, they are the prince and princess, but the OG American royal family. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Nope. Oh, yeah, Even two, 2003, them. Bonnie and Clyde. Even before mm-hmm. them, Brad and Angelina. Brangelina? They are done. Apparently, she doesn't like the way he parents, and she's divorcing him. Heavens to Betsy. Yes. Did you yes. see the statement they put out? No. It is going to be a dissolution of their marriage. Oh, it's not an no. unconscious cu- conscious uncoupling. Yes, yes. Is what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> they're ending it. Dissolving Lawyers, it. Man, they're, they're, they're putting it. They're they're putting uh, their mentho, Mentos in Coke, and they're dissolving it. <laughs> oh, oh Adam. <laughs> Adam! What the tea thing was great before the show started. Can we explain that? No, no, because it's gone. It's gone. There's no evidence of it. Jesse and I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I had this great idea before the show, and it worked. Oh, shut up! And and anyway, Stephen and Jesse, you're hating on me. No, but I, I, Team USA has to be devastated because they're going into di- tonight's game. Um, and they, which might be yesterday's game by the time some of you hear this. Yes, in which case, be. prepare for laughter. Yeah, prepare for laughter because we're going to be wrong about something that we say today. But here's the thing: I would be sad because this World Cup thing is really fun, and they don't get to be a part of it in the fun part. You know, I was actually thinking about that. I was at the um, North America versus Finland game, which, by the way, North America dominated, uh, and it was a really fun time. And I noticed how many media were there. An unbelievable amount of media, a ton of Finnish media, and a lot of American friends that I only get to see on rare occasions. Usually, I'm traveling to them. Mm-hmm. On this rare occasion, they traveled to me. It was very nice. Well, and just to see me. The oh, tournament well, happened to be going on. It, isn't it called the World Cup of Steve? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I'm actually suing the World Cup of Hockey right now for trademark infringement. Um, but for a lot of these, a lot of these people covering this tournament, let's say North America doesn't make it, which there's a good chance of that. Mm-hmm. They're in a very good pool. And I mean, they lost to Russia. And then there's Sweden. If they beat Sweden, that's amazing. Yeah. But um, if North America's out and Team USA is out, you got Canada, I guess. Like some of the local guys, like if you're sent from Philly, you might stay to cover Claude Giroux or something like yeah. that. Or if you're from Anaheim, you'll stay and cover Getzlaff and Perry or something like that. But. I think a lot of people are going to take off. If North America and the States are both out, yeah, a lot of people are going to take off. And that's going to be... Well, the NHL definitely doesn't want that. That's why they stack the deck to to make sure yeah. there's a damn North American team in the final. <laughs> some, please, God, get a, give us someone of Canada, United States, or both. Surely uh, they'll make a better team than Team Europe. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> well, that was the thing. And I tweeted this out. I'm like, Team, Canada, Team USA was built to beat Team Canada, they said. But they did not think about Europe in that process. They didn't think about beating Europe. And here's the, here's the part that, that would depress me as a player. And that, I think that's a really interesting angle, media-wise. And fan-wise, it's got to be the same. So, Torts gets to the press conference after the game on Saturday. We saw the game. I was watching from a hotel room in Pittsburgh. Depressing. Although I got to say, it was nice to see some hockey on ESPN. It's been a while. 
Wow, yeah. Um, what an optimistic way of looking at it. It was really nice, though, and they did a great job covering it. And so here's, here's, here's what the head coach says. He says, we had trouble generating scoring chances. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, those are important. May I remind you that I believe, if I'm, if I'm completely incorrect here, correct me, but Phil Kessel, Tyler, uh, jo- Tyler Johnson, Kevin Shattenkirk, all not on the roster. Well, Kyle Kozo. Now Akpozo. we know it's more because of injury. Like, he's even well, iffy for training camp right now. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, that's That doesn't right. mean, yeah. though, that he wouldn't that he would have made the team. Because they would have said something. It's, you know what? It's not even that he's not there. It's that they didn't even name him. That's they the point. They would have named him. I and think they would have named him if they, if they wanted him on the team. And like I said, Kyle Ocpozo is better than some of the guys on that team. My favorite quote wasn't that, Adam. It was, um... Someone asked him about Justin Ablicator being on the that second was where line. I was going. Yeah. Yes, great minds think alike. And they they go, "What was your thinking there?" And he goes, uh, "There was no thinking." <laughs> Which ah, phrasing, phrasing. Um, uh, so great. Well, and and so then great. so later on, they ask him at practice the next day. They said, "You know, uh, they t- they said, what about Ablicator on a line with Kane and Stepan?" Uh, and Tortorella said, "Well, he likes Ablicator's forechecking, and he just says he deserves more ice time. So chances are." He'll be on the first line. Sure. I, I, you just said that you have trouble generating scoring chances. Now, everyone is calling for, a lot of Americans are calling for Team USA to lose or hoping for Team USA to lose. Because if they do, there's going to be change. Which is why I think a lot of Canadians should be cheering for Team USA in this game. <laughs> because how fun is that? Every Toronto Maple Leafs and Ottawa Senators and anyone in the Atlantic Division should be cheering for Carey Price to win the Vesna. Because the better Price does, the longer the carnival in Montreal continues. That's true. It's a great story. Berkshire says Quick has one good game a month. Tell you what, Johnny, it's time to pull one out of the hat, buddy. I think his good game was his first game against Canada in the in the exhibition. Fine, we'll tell Corey Schneider <laughs> to put down his coloring book. <laughs> He's not a healthy scratch this game and throw him in there. Also, tell Ben Bishop to stand and not move. Can I be honest with you? Between Bishop, Schneider, and Quick, I would not be going with Quick. No. I would actually go with Schneider. That's not even a slight against and Quick. I, and ben, ben Bishop's a great goaltender, too. The reason I go with Schneider is because, Ben, of all those players, Schneider's on the worst team, and he's still considered one of the best goalies in the league. I, I, You know what? If I had to do a fantasy draft and I had to pick any goalie in the league, I think Corey Schneider would be my first pick. I do. That's a good goalie, Jesse does man. not like this. Why? Eric, Who's yours? Price oh, I'm was. sorry. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> okay. If Carey Price was already taken, he's so good that I forgot. Oh. He's so good that I forgot. So good that I forgot. So if Carey Price was already taken, I would take Corey Schneider. I'm glad someone's sharp today because I missed that too. Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. Thanks, well, Jesse. Yeah. You saved me from a Johnny Gaudreau moment. Steve, did you know Johnny Gaudreau's America? I do now. I do yeah. now. Thank you. I, and I just want to say that backs my argument that he wouldn't have made the team. So yeah, <laughs> Johnny Goudreau right. could not make Team Canada. No, I just didn't no. give you the right reason. All I said was he couldn't make the right. Um, yeah, we do want to correct that. Johnny Goudreau cannot be on Team Canada. He is, in fact, American. Oh, thank goodness, Adam. Thank, thank goodness God. you cleared that thank up. God. I like thousands of people on Twitter before you. Well, you know, to be fair, we should have known that. I don't know how all three I don't of us. care. We should... <laughs> you do a podcast then. No, there might you be one then. <laughs> Can I be it from your podcast? Yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't heard your podcast.
podcast there, little Twitter Johnny. Where's your podcast? Maybe you can do a better one. Oh, Maybe yeah? you can do a better one. Johnny podcast. Oh, yeah, there's a little podcast, um, Tim. Well, if his name is really Johnny Hockey, he should be Canadian. You can't be Johnny Hockey if you're American. Yeah, Johnny... South of where hockey is. I just it can't wait for all the... I'm, I'm hearing all the, the pings on my phone from all the Americans ding, ding, going, ding, ding, yes, ding, you can! Yeah, and just wait, joke. Just wait until Team USA wins this one. No! To beat the only team they were designed to beat. Now, Jesse, Yo, imagine they lose... Imagine they beat Canada, but they lose to Europe in the Czech Republic. Oh, my God. Oh, that'd be great! That... It is... It's uh, crazy. Well, and, and going into tonight, you look at the teams on paper. Canada is actually in just as much of a must-win position as the States is. Oh, yeah, they've only played one game. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they, they need to win, too. And uh, and I would feel, I would think, I don't think this team, this Canadian team doesn't seem, for whatever reason, the team going into Torino, which is the last time Canada really lost. Uh, on a men's level. On a men's level, yeah, yeah, I'm not talking on about... not a world junior level. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, men's They've level. had some disasters. Well, no, no, we're talking <laughs> yeah. about men's level, though. Um, uh, the last time we lost was against Torino, and I felt like the management group against Torino and the players strongest team in <laughs> or Turin, if you're for whatever. Well, I don't know why we call it Turin. It's Torino. Um, the the management and the players seemed complacent. I wouldn't say arrogant. There was just a complacency, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We, we know better. We know better than you. We've won a gold medal. We know. And or, or at that point, was it two? No, just the one. No, it was just the one. And I kind of was like, uh, even I remember being like, I think we were in grade six or grade 12 at the time. And I honestly was like, this team is not very good. And they weren't very good. It was grade 12. Uh, yep. I don't get that from this year's team. Barring some nope. absolute miracle performance from Jonathan Quick, which it could be his one good game this month. Uh, maybe a second good game. <laughs> maybe maybe Berkshire is wrong. Um, the I think this, this Canada team is genuinely, objectively so strong. Mm. I don't know how, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I, they, they have, they have to go in and win this. I'll agree with you and I'll expand on your thought. I think every game is must win for them because no one is expecting them to lose to anybody. True. True. And the only time they're going to see Sweden is in an elimination game. And that was the other thing I wanted to bring up today was nobody is talking about how good Sweden is. They should be. Nobody's really, let's, like, Russia. Under look controversial the, circumstances, but whatever. Look at Sweden's roster. Oh, I'm looking. They are deep. That is a deep squad, a deep defense, a solid goaltending tandem, threesome. I mean, it's it's a <laughs> might be a better might be a better decor than Canada's. Might be the best in the tournament. And Canada's got a good one. They do Big have words. a good one. Big words. Now, do you change that if Duncan Keith's playing? Then yeah, that's hard. That's hard. It's Duncan Keith, man. That's hard. Especially on, yeah, uh, they're about even. I tell you what, I'll if you gave me Sweden's, I'd be like, sure. <laughs> I would have no objections. <laughs> I would be like, sure. I'd be like, sure. And I'd be if like, you sure. gave me their forwards, I'd be like, eh, maybe I'll take a look at Canada's instead. No. Mm-hmm. No, no. Their defense is second and, I'd say second and none right now. Which is the strongest we've seen since Forsberg and Sundin were at the top of their game. And... Mm. Won the gold medal at 2006. <gasps> we don't talk about that one no. time we saw Sundin happy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, if only he knew the dread that was ahead of him. Mm. Um, and he I, didn't. I, the The other thing I think, and maybe this is what's affecting Team USA. Maybe it's not team chemistry. Maybe it's not uh, 
deaf management uh, or blind coaching. Maybe, maybe just maybe, it's what Jesse brought up before the show. Which was? Mercury being in retrograde. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Explain this. It's very important, Jesse. Uh, Mercury looks like it's spinning backwards because it's near the sun right now. And every time that happens, the world's kind of out of flux. So it's, But it's not really spinning backwards. It just looks like it's spinning backwards. How do we... How do they know that? It's science, Steve. It's astrological yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's not even like a... It's not even... Um, Is this astronomy astro- or astrology? Astrology is... Oh, fake. Jesse. Astronomy is real, and this is astronomy. If it's astronomy, then... I don't know. I've had a weird couple weeks. How about you guys? I've had a very weird couple weeks. Me as well? Uh, well very, but it's okay. Weird. This only happens once a year, right? No, it happens a couple times a year. Well, when's the next time it's going to happen? Around Christmas time. I think it's December 19th. <laughs> Mercury, get it together! <laughs> And you said you were taking a flight? Uh, I don't know. I just usually fly around that time. Yeah. So, Oh, good. Mercury being in retrograde affects flights. So, How does it affect flights? Because travel time is usually off. Scheduling has been like really off for you guys, right? Oh, my God. Yes, Brutal. it's been Mercury. awful. Retrograde. Brutal. Oh. And then, yeah, things that should go well, mm-hmm. things that go, and it's small things, but things that really shouldn't be a problem become a problem. That's what Merc- Mercury in retrograde is. It's, it literally takes all your problems and makes them mountains out of molehills. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's real good. So when's it when's it end? The twenty second is last day. So that's I think Thursday. Should we last? All right, day? just a few more days, fellas. Yeah. A few more by days. By the time we get to the weekend, everything should be. And America will already be out by by, 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 by then. <laughs> so that's okay. I heard you do that on the radio the other day. Oh, I do it all the on time. Kiss. I'm not good. You were like, I'm not very good. <laughs> like I'm really not. And that's that's the part that's that's tough. It's speaking, tough. speaking of that, Charlie Brown. Um, so Adam, Adam, a lot of you don't know this. Adam's like famous. He's like really famous. Adam's super famous. We were walking by the fan village the other day. Someone's like, oh my God, that's Adam Wilde. And I was like, yeah, that is Adam Wilde. And Adam stopped. And oh my God. Do you listen to my podcast or is it my radio show? Maybe you watch me on television. <laughs> maybe you've seen me at a live event. <laughs> like maybe you've seen me in a magazine. I'm one of the el- most eligible or hottest young dudes in Canada, whatever the hell that was. <laughs> that's right. That's right. By the way, it was hottest young dudes. Hottest young Hot dudes in Canada. Canada's hot one young dude list. <laughs> if 99 people died, Adam would be the hottest in Canada's young I dude. I would be. There Ryan Gosling would have to die. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Ryan Gosling hottest would have to die. No, we can't have dude. that. No, we can't. Surely we can sacrifice someone else. Yeah, I'm sure we will find someone. And, I don't, okay, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find a willing candidate. Yeah. So Adam is on stage. In front of like thousands of people in mm-hmm. the fan village, he's the hype Ten, no, man. Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. They said it was over ten thousand people. Over easily. ten thousand people. That's bigger than most junior hockey arenas. Over, mm-hmm. probably more than your school. Yeah. Oh, well over. Throwing that out there, it's bigger than teenager schools. Some of the places that you go, and he's the hype man. He's going. Are you ready for the World Cup of hockey? Ah! And they're not cheering for the World Cup of hockey as much as they are cheering. To be in the presence of such a famous, fancy person. Yep. And he rips the ass of his pants. <laughs> now that is a true story. I was going to save that for later, but you're right. That, oh, I'm and sorry. I was thinking that, you know, okay, so here's the deal. So I go out, the, the, they, they asked me to do this thing for the World Cup of Hockey, and I'm a part of the event, and they're like, well, we want you to uh, do the Sam Roberts intro. I'm like, I can't be there, there that early, uh, but they let me an hour off my like radio show early. So once again, here's how famous Adam is. 
They asked him to host a Sam Roberts event, and he put conditions on it. <laughs> That's not how it, I have a job. I have to fulfill the yeah, agreement. a radio That's show. What <laughs> That's literally what happened. It's literally what happened. That's not really how it went. But it's, not, but it's literally what happened. <laughs> Adam, it's not that you couldn't get off early from Business Depot. You were hosting a radio show. So, so uh, we they agree that before. The crowd goes to, before they go to air with Jay Baruchel and Ron McLean for this World Cup opener. Oh, oh, them! They're gonna have oh, those ones. Those guys. They're gonna have somebody Jay come out was on the have, hot dude list with them. By the way, <laughs> they're gonna have the hot young dude. Hot young dudes. Hot right. young dudes. Canada's hot, hottest young dude. Go ahead and Google hot young dude. Adam comes up. Wait, no. Wait, maybe no. I don't know. Um. So they should we wait? No, no. You go ahead, hot okay. young dude. So I. I, uh, I, I, I'm going and I'm supposed to hype up the crowd before they go live. And at the start of the broadcast, they're supposed to introduce it with Jay Baruchel, go right into Sam Roberts, and then they bring the players out and they do the big intro and it's really big and exciting. Oh, and the players are there too. The players are there too, oh, yes. Oh, very cool. Uh, some had tracksuits on, some had suits. I thought that was interesting. I thought, really? You oh. guys are going to show up to this in tracksuits? Cool. Okay. Okay. Team Canada. So followed Adam Wilde. Sidney Crosby. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Was he a pleb in a tracksuit? Because apparently Adam is famous enough to judge famous people. Well, I thought that he is currently in the I thought Team zone. Sweden looked really good in their suits. And then there's Team Canada. Oh, we got our Roots track pants on there, bud. I love Roots track pants. I do too. I just think that maybe looking tailored in a nice suit in front of the national Canadian and international audience that was watching, maybe you might want to wear a suit. I think you've been watching too much Don Cherry recently. Maybe. Oh, did he? Say the same thing? Oh, he said the same thing for years and years. Now look at these guys coming into the arena. They're dressed like bums. Yeah. And what happens? They lose. Now here we got <laughs> this this group. No two gone, none of that stuff. Look at how smart he looks. I could kiss him. I could kiss him. I could kiss him. That's a good, well dressed Canadian boy. <laughs> Thumbs, Thumbs up. up. Um, the no no. So the thing was, the other host of the like the host of the evening was like, "All right, I want you to jump in there and grab a selfie." So I jump off the stage, <laughs> jump up on the partition to grab a selfie with the crowd, which was super cool. And the crowd was all like in the background. As I jump off the stage, my jeans uh, ripped, and they ripped. And I'm not talking like a little rip in the crotch area. They ripped from the from the from the crotch area where all the seams meet. Right up till under midway through the pocket under my under my bum on my right cheek. Oh, it's um, a visual. It is, yeah. Well, just in case okay. you didn't get the most of that visual, and I got up on. I was like, oh my god! Now I have to climb back on the stage oh, with my no! white naked butt hanging out. And <laughs> so I like it was like the weirdest thing because I was like, you know, when you get out of the pool but you don't use your legs, you like you have yes. to like dip yourself. Y- oh like, yeah, like depths. Girls, that's a secret thing all guys do to show off their tries. Yeah, by just the be way. like. <laughs> so I was doing. There's that, no reason was, to get out of the pool that way, but it makes us look jacked. So. I was doing it. I was doing that with like one leg. I was like bouncing myself up and then like the, keep trying to keep the other leg straight. And, and so then I finally get back up and some people are looking at me and like, and you could tell certain people in the crowd were like, they're like, and I, I mouth to them, I'm like, I wet my pants. And they're like, we know, we saw. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this sucks. You should, uh, in front of thousands of people, you should have just gone, I ripped the ass of my pants. <laughs> and like made pants, that the rest pants, of the show. Pants, 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 pants. Um, so yeah, that, so Mercury being in retrograde, I blame it on that. I blame it on that. Boy. We touched on a lot of things in this segment. We sure did. Um, somebody actually tweeted, like, Adam's hockey butt is too strong. It is. I it guess is. so. It, it can't is. be contained. <laughs> Jeans can't hold me. Maybe um, 
you that wouldn't have happened to you if you were wearing some comfortable sweatpants. Actually, people blamed it on me freezing my jeans too much. Because <laughs> I don't famously, yeah, I don't wash my like, jeans. Turn the glass and you just shatter and you hit them and they shatter. I don't wash my jeans. I like a person who wants to take care of their denim, put them in the freezer because that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to wash jeans. You're supposed, to, especially raw denim. You're supposed to just work it. What does that mean? You what is had raw, raw denim? denim? Raw denim is unwashed. You denim. can't cook it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't cook denim, Adam. If you have raw denim, will you get sick? Will it upset your stomach? <laughs> I think it would. Actually. Do I have to cook my pants before I put them on? I w- and then cool them off in the freezer? It's not an apple pie! They're pants! <laughs> you put them on, you take them off. It's not a hard relationship. Why are you complicating things? Oh, I know, because he is so famous <laughs> and fancy that he has to use appliances that are not a washer and dryer on his jeans. There it is. My famous friend, Adam Wilde. Um, coming doesn't, up. Doesn't answer my texts. When did I, did you text me? Did I big time you? Doesn't calls. Did I big time you? No, I made that I didn't up. big time you. I made that up. Um, we have, we've got some things to talk about. Breaking news out of Dallas about Valerie Natushkin. Uh, uh Also, talk a little bit more about Team North America last night. Uh, the Czech Republic versus Europe. Um, and also a little bit more about... A boot. Team Canada. And about Team USA, because I have one more point. Oh. That'll be next on the Steve Dangle Podcast. So here's a question. How great was it to see Austin Matthews receive a crisp pass, a crisp, beautiful pass from one Connor McDavid and pot it at the Air Canada Center? So, so damn good. You know the great thing? I remember when they first said... Austin Matthews is going to be on the line with Connor McDavid. Because it wasn't obvious that Matthews was going to be in the lineup from the beginning of the tournament. He's the only player on the team who hasn't played an NHL game, I believe. Certainly the only forward. Uh, He's the youngest player on the team. Turned 19th on the opening day of the tournament. Turned 19th. He turned 19th. We got you. We we let that one go. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you did. (laughs) But how about Twitter? (laughs) Um, So he turned 19, opening day of the tournament. This young star, and then they put him on Connor McDavid's line, and I'm like, you know what's gonna suck? When that top line struggles and he gets blamed for it, and then the takes, oh, all oh, the takes, all oh, the takes, oh, so many piping, takes. piping hot. <laughs> Have you were were you confused about how we had a really hot end of the summer and then it cooled off, but then the World Cup started and the temperature went right back up? That's global taking. Hot taking. Hockey Twitter has been in peak form. Oh my God. It's almost as though last season never ended. They are in trade deadline form. Yes. Yeah, which scares me because it's like a race. It's an arms race right now. Like it's, it's who can outtake. Like I've seen takes off of takes. Like here's a take. Here's a branch growing off the take. It's a take tree. Team Slovakia would beat Europe. Let's run with it. Let's run with that. Why take. are we? Why are What's we even? Why are we even going with that? Why are we talking about that? Why not? We're we're not. I literally just made that up. Uh. But we're going with it now, because one person is going to latch onto that and go, "Hey, yeah, why aren't they? Oh, their best players are Slovak anyway." That's how it's going to go. What about the Swiss? Oh, them too. Roman Yossi. I'm doing the Bill Burr thing, yelling yeah. off mic. Roman Yossi. Probably better that you yell off mic just in just in general. It's a good radio. Thank practice. you, Adam. <laughs> Famous person. I don't even remember what we were talking about before that. <laughs> Maybe. 
Uh, the McMatthews, the new McDonald's oh, sandwich. I thought, anyway, I thought it was going to be a uh, bust, um, and he was going to get hot takes before he even played his first preseason game with and, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And thankfully, didn't happen. Oh, has he been good? He's been real oh, good. Oh, has he been good? So I was at the North America-Finland game. Uh, I wanted to go to bed early last night, but damn it, North America wouldn't let me with their so close to a comeback over Russia. So close to a comeback. They dominated the uh, the shots against Finland, and they did it even harder against Russia. <laughs> I felt like watching last night's game, I saw both games. Jesse and I watched the first game together during the show, and then I went home and watched the second. Um, I, I felt like Russia ran into a good goalie with a bat, on a bad night. Like, Matt Murray's a good goalie. And that was a bad night. Supposedly, he jammed his thumb, and kind of right after that, he just he couldn't stop anything. One of the goals was just such a fluke. The puck yeah. was behind him in the air, and he kind of scorpion kicked mm. it into the net. And are we going to ignore that Aaron Ekblad, who would be no in the conversation for Team Canada, was and is probably uh, North America's best defender, gone, was not playing because he got knocked out by Uncle Leo. Uncle Leo. Uh, I was really. Leo, because I saw that hit live. Like that. Yeah. yeah, I saw that hit live, and I remember being like, "Huh, Ekblad bounced up pretty quick, but he did not look himself for the rest of the shift." Lo and behold, it looks like it might be a concussion, or as Team Canada described it this morning, an upper body injury. <laughs> oh, not Team Canada, Team North America. Team North America. Oh my goodness. Oh my He's goodness. Not Team Canada yet. So sorry. Yeah, but it's it's true. I mean, it, that's their best defenseman by far. And if we're looking at their forwards. McDavid has obviously been fantastic. Their best player. Did okay. Can correct me if I'm wrong here, guys. There have been because there's been a lot going on. The, full disclosure: I've had TIFF. Yeah. I've had uh, the World Cup to talk about. Like it's it's hard to keep up with it all. Was so famous. Was McDavid? Brandolino. Yeah, Brandolino. Oh my yeah. God. Did, did is it true that McDavid didn't have a point coming out of the two exhibition games, or is it Matthews that didn't have a point? I think it was Matthews because I'm pretty sure McDavid lit it up. Because Jesse, be look that up. Because no. I swear Marner didn't have any points in the Leafs rookie tournament. That might have been it. That wasn't yeah. it. Were going that was not it. That was not it. Somebody oh. had a negative take about McDavid or Matthews, and mm. it was something about like, well, neither one of them does. Whoever it was, and I'm so sorry that I'm not being more specific here. Whoever it was said that they didn't have a point coming out of the exhibition games. And this team wasn't going to win a game. Well, David did not have a point in the prelims. Yes, the there it is. So somebody, so that was it. And then, and then I think Damian Cox said, "Team North America won't even win a game." He was Jeff he Merrick has that. been riding that train. Yeah, both of them. Both yeah. Jeff Merrick said they wouldn't yeah. win a game. Said they wouldn't win a game. He said it at. Puck did he Cox. look at the roster? Mm-hmm. I would say this if Jeff was in the room. Oh, and I know. And Bob had them both on primetime. They were just agreeing with each other. Just, yeah. hey, North America's not going to win a single game. Well, we know now that they're wrong. <laughs> yes. Bob, Bob McCallum must have just been laughing. <laughs> just yeah, laughing. But the <laughs> point I was trying to make there is, so their best forward, McDavid, undeniably. Johnny Gaudreau has been very, very good. Nathan McKinnon. Canada's Johnny Gaudreau. Gaudreau. Yes. Gaudreau. Yes. Can't even pronounce it. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon looks like a, a he's like a spider. Spider. He has all limbs out there, and he's on top of you. Like, he's on top. Every time that puck, I always felt like every time the puck was in their zone, he was all, all over them. And he, like, it's like a, when, and it's, this is a terrible analogy, but when spiders, like, they, they kind of creep along, he, like, he's, like, really fast. I think a 
better analogy would have been a grass type Pokemon. Maybe. Because his vines would have just wrapped He's you up. Unbelievable. And I'm so jealous of Colorado. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon used Vine Whip. Yes. It's very effective. Um, every time it goes to the net, I'm like, damn, Nathan McKinnon's there. And he's strong. And uh, one of his favorite things in the gym is boxing. And ever since I heard him say that, I'm like, I want to see someone try Nathan McKinnon. I want to see, I want to see him try. So it's been McDavid, Gaudreau, McKinnon. Eichel's look good. Um, Shifley's look good. Matthews. Has looked really good. Has looked really, really good, guys. And he belongs. He belongs not just on that team, but on that top line. He looks real good. I'm not going to say he's better than McDavid, but he belongs. What do you think Tim Murray's doing right now? <laughs> Imagine. I think he's a little upset. Imagine. Matthews is better than Eichel. One, one scout Imagine he's said, better next year. <laughs> one scout said Eichel couldn't carry Matthews skates. Again, I, I ask. No, I don't know. What's Tim Murray up to? <laughs> <laughs> what if Matthews is better than Gretzky? We have to ask the yeah. question. Well, the question Just, needs to be asked. People are saying. The question. <laughs> that's always my thing. People are saying. Whenever I watch political shows. Well, people have said. Who are these people? Who are these people? I need to know. Are they your next door neighbors? Are they your grandparents? Who are the people are saying? Who are the people? Uh, I already called this in a video yesterday. Um, Matthews is going to face heat this season. He's going to look good, but he's going to face heat because he's not going to be a scoring juggernaut because I don't think he ever will be. Um, Because I watched that guy. God, he reminds me so much of Anzi Kopitar. He really, really does. And Kopitar has one 30-goal season. Mm Mm-hmm. The last time he had back-to-back 20-goal seasons was he ended 2011-2012 that way. He's eclipsed 80 points once. And who the hell would not take Anzi Kopitar on their team? Because yeah. he's a two-way player. How many how many rings does Anzi Kopitar have? Deuxième. Two. Dos. Deux. I'll take it. Due. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. I will, I will take it. Because here's the thing. They've got other players that are going to be scoring machines. Oh, yeah. Conceivably, anyway. So I think that's Austin Matthews' job is not to necessarily carry all the offensive weight. It's to set up the guys who are truly offensively gifted. I started picking up on it. Not that he's not. Yeah. No, no, no. He is. He is. I started picking up on it watching it on TV, but it's so much more apparent in person. The second the offensive threat, his offensive threat, his team's offensive threat is done, he's back. And he's not just skating back for the sake of skating back. He's back strategically. And the other team can't get out of their own half in the neutral zone because Matthews, surprise, he's right there. I love this. Babcock is gonna love that. Oh, he's gonna love it. Love that. He now, really how great was it, it to see Morgan Riley follow that up too? Now I know three rushing goals had happened since then, but huh? it was great to see Morgan Riley pot one too. So we saw Matthews and we saw Riley last night score at the ACC. I mean, you know what? Austin Matthews and Morgan Riley impress an inspiring losing effort at the ACC. Might be a very popular headline this year. <laughs> Might be a very popular headline. Get ready for the pain. Pain's coming. It's coming. The hottest tweet last night was Russia 3, the Leafs 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true. I like that. It was. Um, Nikita Saitsev, too. And I noticed him. He had a point. He had a point. Had a big, but I, big block at the end of the game. But you notice him. And I feel like with him and the prognosticators, even the best ones in the business are saying, this guy probably is a top four. On a good day, he's a top two guy. 
Uh, on the Leafs, he'll certainly be a top four. Um, will he be worthy of it? I don't know. We'll see. Haven't seen enough yet. Have not seen enough. I just think it's really great that, I mean, a, a player in the top six, top six has not played a game in the NHL. I think that's amazing that, that he's oh, made yeah. Team Russia. And the fact that there there are only five other defensemen that can that are in those spots, right? And they're all NHL players, and there's there's this guy. And there's another— I just think it's amazing. That's another player just like Matthews who kind of started the game or kind of started the tournament on the outside looking in. But I looked at Russia's decor. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this guy could be on the top pair by the end of the tournament. All you need is for one guy to have a really good game, and you go, okay, there's really not much between the rest of you. Here's here's some minutes, pal. <laughs> not that the Russians, I think, are the best coach team. Oh, I said it! I don't think so. I, I actually said think, it! I think Team Europe might be the best coach team. Well, I think they just got scored on by the Czech Republic there on the this TV. This was yesterday's game. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, it pretty what was the final score? Oh, oh look, it's there. There's, hold on, there it is. This is oh, the no, end. This is the and oh, Dreisaitl. Yeah, we were just yeah, yeah. We're watching the highlights, guys. This is on the I'm radio sorry. portion. I just want to throw that no, out there. No, I did know that, actually. Um, I don't know team why. Your, team that. Europe's been, and I said they, I, I'll go on full record, I said they wouldn't win a game. I didn't think they were going to be very good. Um, I still love Kopitar's thing. the Czech thing. Republic was going to be that, I didn't think they would be that bad. I don't want to say bad. They were bad against Canada. I didn't think I didn't think they were that marginal. I lumped them in with the other tier of countries like the Swiss, the Slovaks. Yeah, I, I guess because I grew up with Hashik, I always oh, lumped yeah. them in as the higher end. But mm. they're maybe not. And their goaltending right hasn't been bad. I mean, they got Mrazek. He he was pretty good. But um, I think the thing about the Czechs is fully healthy. They belong in the top tier. Mm. The second they get any injuries, though. Mm. And this was how we were. Uh, this is what we were joking about with Canada. Like one guy gets hurt, and you replace him with an arguably better guy. <laughs> you know, so so deep. Uh, Team Czech Republic doesn't have that luxury. Most other countries don't have that luxury. Russia maybe up front. Mm-hmm. They suffer any injuries to their defense. Forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweden can afford to suffer a couple injuries on defense. Offense, it's a little could, worse. They could, they could call up young William Nylander. Oh, hey, sure. I'm sure he was barely left off that roster. Goalies? They got Jonas Enroth, man. And I'm not trying to hate on him, but like this is a world-class tournament. And this guy signed a one-year deal for under a million dollars to be the Leafs' backup because he's late undervalued. in the summer. Because he's undervalued. Because he's undervalued. You're absolutely right, Adam. But the optics! It's true. It's true. I'm just saying. Canada's got that depth. I actually really, because of that, I I, I love the fact that, um, and, and to switch to the Leafs for a second, we do we do need to talk about the rookie tournament because it's kind of been ignored. And I know you did a, a video on it. but A video. When you look at, like, I know, I know Frederick Anderson has a lot of pressure on him going into this season. But with Jonas Enroth as your backup and as your financial backup, you are the, financially we know who the starter is. If Jonas Edenroth comes in and has a great 30 games and you have Frederick Anderson having, or if he has a pretty good 30 games and Anderson has a pretty good 50 games, then you've got a pretty good hockey team. And you got a decent, you got as decent a shot as anyone at making the playoffs, especially, especially in the wacky East. In the, wacky in the East, East where nothing matters. In the wacky Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a question about Neilander since you brought What's up? up. Um, he was born in Calgary, right? Yes, he was. So why didn't he just elect to play for a team North America? Should have. 
He could have. make that roster? He actually could have, but I think in the... No, I don't think he can. Once you play for one team internationally, uh, you're not allowed to play for another. Oh. So like, That's why Brett Hall... Brett Hall had a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, he, and because he didn't make Team Canada, he was PO'd. <laughs> and then went to the went to Team USA. Team Canada has had lots of players who weren't born in Canada. Yeah. Uh, Danny Heatley's one of them. He was born in Germany. Owen Nolan was born in Ireland. Um, I mean, we're going to go through the list that everyone knows about. Mm-hmm. Olaf Kolzig was like the great German hockey hope in net for the longest time, and I think he was born in South Africa. So, it happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. Alex Galchenyuk... Guy's got like a European accent. He plays for Team USA. Well, it's, and it's not like Leo Komarov's playing for Estonia. So, because <laughs> <laughs> you know he I mean? plays for Finland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, why is Finland? Is Finland? Is it? Is it? Because some some countries like Canada, we're lucky. We have a wealth of hockey, but even we have our lower points where where our skill timing wise for a major international tournament isn't at the top of its game, right? I know what you mean. You can catch them with their pants down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Finland seems to be in on, not a full-on downspout, but it, it feels like it's an in-between. Like it's a transition period for I them. I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it perfectly. I would also play Rask over Rene. I think uh, a lot of the things people say about Quick, that's Rene. That's Pekka I, I can't. I can't fathom why Pekka Rene is starting. I don't understand that. Should be Rask. Should be Rask. I think... Uh, all day it should be Rask. I shouldn't even... You look at all of their stats... Yeah, maybe there's injuries or something I don't know about. Uh, I don't know, but uh, Boston better hope not. Vesa Rantanen, a uh, reporter from Finland who's here for the World Cup of Hockey, he was at Puck Talks recently. He was on the most recent uh, Merrick vs. Wyshynski podcast. If that is online, I haven't seen it yet. Go listen to that. This guy stole the show. Absolutely stole the show. He had so many jokes, so many jokes. Everything he said was hilarious. But he was talking about Finland, and it is kind of in a weird little area now. Um, their best guys ever kind of recently retired. Um, they got Patrick Laine, who's mm-hmm. going to be amazing, but he's not who Patrick Laine is going to be. No, he's five 19. years from now, right? He's 19. Yeah. Puglia RV. I don't even know if he was given that much consideration for the team. Sebastian Ajo is on this team, but he's very young. Finland could have a real scary team in a few years. Fair enough. Okay. In a few years. Granlin, um, Teravainen. Granlin, Teravainen. Yeah, you're talking about all guys who are like Barkov. under 25. You retweet oh, Barkov. You retweet. Oh, I forgot about Barkov. Whoa. Um, you retweeted, Steve, the other day, something from the Winnipeg Free Press, mm. which I thought was hilarious. Oh, I can't. This rivalry is going to be great. So this is a, this is, this is what, this is, I wouldn't call this a hot take. It's almost like it's a made up rivalry that doesn't exist. They were talking about Austin Matthews. Matthews. M-E-H. Basically saying he was meh. Come on! As it, right into while, the Line, while Line was impressive. Hey! And Line, Line has been impressive. He's an impressive player. That's why he went second overall. Yeah. He, <laughs> like, he, he rocked Dylan Larkin. And Team Finland needed that because Larkin was driving them nuts all game in the North America-Finland game. Um, so we know he can throw the hits. We know he's a goal scorer. He had a few scoring chances. When people compare him to Ovechkin, I see it. Right-handed shot, angry young man with a scoring touch and a little little bit of a tendency for violence. That's Ovechkin right there. But to say Austin Matthews hasn't been one of the breakout players of this tournament so far is absolutely ridiculous. Now, I think this article was written after the pre-tournament. 
still, what are you talking about? And why are you writing an article like that after the pre-tournament? And aren't like there it's, other it's things pre-tur- to write about? Okay, so the pre-tournament is the preseason to the preseason tournament, which is the preseason to the NHL, which is really a, a preseason per- tournament to the actual tournament, which is the playoffs. I just passed out. There are five preseasons happening here before the playoffs. Oh my or god! Four. I mean, it's 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 early. Okay, my, it's early. My, my, my brain. <laughs> my point is, my the, brain it's, hurts. it's early. Um, I have a, a debate question for you guys. Oh, good. This won't take half an hour. No well, doubt that you've Johnny seen Goudreau this. Make Team Europe. No doubt you've seen this. Um, Will Team Canada make Team Europe? There is a um, <laughs> there is a Manitoba couple, Shailen Meaty and Clifford Anderson. They pay, purchased four ticket packages for the 2016 Tim Hortons NHL Classic. Uh, and the what alumni game. They got it for 800 bucks for themselves and uh, Cliff's sister and her friend. Um, it didn't cross their mind that they might have wanted to save one of those tickets because, you see, Cliff and Shaylin have a young baby who is less than six months old. Um, now, is currently six months old or will be by the time the outdoor game Well, happens? the baby's currently still breastfeeding. Still could be six months. Still yeah. could be, yeah. So yeah. they'll be under a year by the time the classic hits. They will still be under a year. They yes. Won't have a birthday yet? Probably I think not. So. Probably not. Okay. The, the point is, even if it That's is a guess. year, <laughs> the NHL policy mm-hmm. dictates that you must have a seat for every bum. Even it's not. Bums. It's not. That's not the legal writing. But you must have. So they're saying you cannot bring the baby. Unless it has a ticket. I don't... Is that fair? I think that's true. Because I could swear... Fortunately, it's true. What's the rule? No, for NHL games, though? Well, it's... uh, I I know this story. I've heard this story, and that's what they're saying. But is it because it's this stadium? Is it because it's an outdoor game? The couple contacted True North Sports and Entertainment, which owns the Jets. Yes. Uh, were referred to the NHL. Anderson said the NHL agent he spoke to said the policy is in place for safety reasons. Every attendee must have a seat. The agent also said the policy is in place because the game is outdoors. Yes, so... But that is still policy for indoor games, then. Which we can discuss. But... For this particular case, because I think a lot of people were leaving out some pretty key details, in this particular case, this game is going to be outdoors in Winnipeg in the winter. You're going to be there, you're there for three hours. Mm-hmm. Between, you know, maybe you get there a little bit before puck drop, there's the whole game, there's probably going to be like a intermission show, the bring out Follow Boy and the Trues again, like they do every year. <laughs> The Blackhawks will drop the ceremonial puck, I'm sure. Unless well, they they're need playing to be the involved. Jets. Oh, yeah, they have to be involved somehow. You're going to be outside in the Winnipeg minus 30 or 40 cold with your infant. For Why are you bringing this kid? You don't have to bring this kid. Mm-hmm. You can afford to go to this game. Get a babysitter. Get a babysitter. Now, but Steve, the argument is should they or shouldn't they be able to... Okay, yeah, they should be able to. But they very, very, very should not for this game. It's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. Indoors, yeah, it's a different ball game. But indoors is also at least 30 degrees 
Celsius warmer. I would argue 50. <laughs> in, Winnipeg, yeah. in Winnipeg cold, you're talking about the difference of minus 30 to an NHL arena, which is between 15 and 20 degrees uh, to sit in the seats. Yeah, what are you doing? What that, are you doing? I, I don't understand. I said the same thing when the baby got hit with the puck uh, last year. I was like, yeah. why is there a baby at a hockey game? That was a practice. Oh, it was a practice. That was the Subban uh, thing? Oh, yeah. That was a practice. That's why they traded him. And, and then why is a baby at a playoff baseball game? <laughs> well, because the mother didn't anticipate some lunatic would throw a tall boy at them. Yes. You know, so there's a lot of people at fault in a lot of these situations. But uh, So you personally wouldn't bring a baby in the first place. No. However, if it is indoor policy... If, if the child is not old enough to enjoy the game, old enough to know what's going on, old enough to speak a sentence, do we still think that they need to pay for a ticket? If they sit in your lap and I think they're two years old or younger, mm-hmm. they should not have to pay. Jesse. This is the take a hint, hire a babysitter policy. Don't that might also be it. I have an extra point on this. Okay. And I'll tell you... My thinking. When we come back, actually, we're not. When we come back, you have to download the por- the portion of the, at sportsnet.ca because we have to go. Uh, but this podcast is brought to you by Panago Pizza, and I swear to goodness, swear to goodness, that I have a really interesting perspective on this for somebody who has no children and doesn't have any plans <laughs> for it. So just take, keep that in mind, grain of salt. We'll see you at sportsnet.ca. You can download the podcast anywhere you can download podcasts. Pod Stitcher, Pod SoundCloud, Pod Pod Pod, <laughs> wherever you go, we're there. Okay? I'm a mess today. iTunes. All right, now here's here's my thinking. What's what, your thinking? What do we know about... about babies. They're people? useless. What do we know about babies? Oh. Babies, yes. Useless. Actually, there was a New, New York Times article, which a bunch of our listeners tweeted at me, which I loved. And it said, it was basically, why are babies so useless when humans are so smart? And it gets into the whole evolutionary thing about why babies for so long are so bloody useless like they just they can't do anything um and it's really really interesting stuff i won't get into it um but for the first few years babies are pretty useless and very then, few talents very few talents <laughs> right you see a little bit like oh they smiled at six months good for them yeah uh, but what you do see is parents having to when they go on trips when they go away for a weekend and that sort of thing what do they have to do take care of their effing baby and bring an entire carload of shit. You look like you're packing to settle the old west. Yes. Yes. Especially now. Especially <laughs> with kids now. We are so careful with our children now. And I, it's understandable. I think we go a little too overboard sometimes. Um, but I, I say that not having any kids. And I bet I'll be like super overprotective dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Before we go any further. Anyone listening who has kids. I am of the opinion that if you don't have kids... Shut the fuck up. That being said, my opinion on this yeah. <laughs> is don't bring your fucking well, not shut, kids. Not to shut the fuck up. It's not that our opinions are invalid. It just may not be the most educated opinion. Yeah, well, we I don't have know. a different perspective. That's okay. You're allowed to have a perspective. Even you are allowed have to have a perspective, but I have a feeling when I'm a parent. You will think differently. I Because I, I know, because I, I assume when I have a parent, a lot of my friends will not have kids yet. And they'll have some things to say. Steve's basically saying he's having a kid this winter. I did not say that. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Uh, did did not you not hear that, that Jesse? He said, I'm going to have a kid sooner than most of my friends. Deny, Steve, because I got married sooner than most of my friends. I got married two years ago. A lot of my friends still aren't married. Who? Who are your friends that are still married? Adam. <laughs> I am the only married person in this room. 
How dare you <laughs> start these rumors? All right, all right, all right. Here's my thinking. Luckily, Brangelina happened, so... With a kid, Tabo you don't just have the kid. You have all the kid's shit. So you need the extra seat to drop all the kid's shit, because here's the thing. Oh, when, no. when you have... When when you imagine you go to a hockey game, it's like sitting in a in a um, an airplane with a baby. Nobody wants to sit next to the baby. And if you have that that zone where the baby you paid for the ticket, then you can put all the baby shit there. But imagine you've got all that same shit and you're right next to the next person. And it's not like NHL arena seating is that big. I'm gonna say it's a little selfish bringing a kid. Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. All right. It's gonna be cold in there. Mm-hmm. You gotta bundle your kid up. What else is it gonna be? It's gonna be loud as fuck in there. Yep, I agree. You gotta give your kid those goofy construction headphones. Mm-hmm. How much do your, does your kid like hockey at that age? Not at all. <laughs> How much does your kid like napping at that You're, age? Uh, so much. So much. Warm places? Generally speaking. Um, if you're lucky, they might fall asleep at the game um, until a goal gets scored. Yeah! And now your kid's crying. You know what kids are really good at, though, Adam? Shitting themselves. <laughs> shitting, shitting themselves several times a game. And then you got to deal with that. What if they shit themselves in the middle of a play where no one goes offside, scores, or ices the puck for eight minutes straight? And you paid $250 to sit in the middle of the row. To shit. To sit. And it's sticking up the row. And baby poo does not. Baby poo is a whole next level of poo. Oh. Oh. It's something. It's it's grass clippings. It's, it's grass clippings colored. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You ever changed the diaper? Not a baby's diaper. Ugh. That's what the... Ew. Yeah. Cousins. Uh, um, anyway. So that all sounds super lovely. Or you could leave your kid with a babysitter, someone you trust, for a fraction of the cost where the kid will be warm, safe, Peaceful and taking care Hold of. Hold on, you ignorant prick. Wow. Okay. Hold on, said Twitter. What if you can't afford a babysitter? Yes, you can. Excuse me. You don't I, know my financial you situation. You show me the NHL team that charges more for a ticket than a babysitter costs. Shut up, people from Florida. Okay, you show me 20 NHL teams <laughs> out of the 30. Uh-huh. Where it tickets less than a babysitter. Or more than a babysitter. Yeah. Less. Less. I don't know. I just... And if you can't afford a babysitter, you have parents. And if you don't have either, then don't go to the game. I am going to say, I don't think they should have to pay. But it's a little horseshit that you're bringing your kid. It's a little bit horseshit. Okay. Jesse, thoughts? Get a damn babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is the thing. You know, I feel like, and and maybe I'll feel differently when I'm a parent, but there are those out there. There are many who do not, but there are those who out there who ruin it for others, thinking that every place should make an exception for them just because they have kids. And unfortunately, not every place is for kids, right? No, and I'll I'll even expand on a point that you had earlier. You said it's kind of like traveling with a kid. No, it's not. Because in a lot of situations, you have to travel. Yes. And you got to bring your kid on account of you're supposed to keep it alive. <laughs> That's your job. That's your job as a parent, and you got to bring your kid with you. You don't have to bring a kid to a hockey game or a baseball game or a football game or any game. Kid doesn't give a shit. Kid gives lots of shits, but not about that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it. You know how old I was before I went to my first hockey game? How? I was eight. I was at least five. And how much do you think I remember from that hockey game? 
I remember almost nothing from my first NHL game. Dick all. Dick all. I don't. The first game I really remember, A, the Leafs sucked in the first game that I saw. Uh, but the first game I really remember was when I, when I was about 10 years old. And we saw Gretzky come to the gardens for the last, or one of the last times. Now, though, um, we, you, you lose some of your memories as you get older. When I was a kid, I was like, I went to a Red Wings game in 1993, and Felix Pavin was in net, and they won 3-2, to two, and Dougie Gilmore was there, and the Scarecrow, and the Tin Man, and I knew everything about it, and it was a great experience. Also, I was five. <laughs> Big difference between five and five. I cannot help but shit myself six months old. <laughs> if you're five and you shit yourself... Still a little bit acceptable, uh, acceptable, uh-huh. but it's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have. <laughs> Most five-year-olds are not going to shit themselves during a hockey game. Not regularly. Six it's months not, old. Yeah, six months old, it's expected. At five five years old, it might happen a couple times a year. It's translated for my Scottish friends, you, mm-hmm. some, some six-month-olds shit themselves. <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> the point is, there's a lot being made about this. A lot being made about this. There There was. There was a huge reaction to this story. There was. Uh, Because any here's 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 what the media knows. Let me tell you what about the media. Let me let me give you a little inside track. People who write blogs, whose entire jobs for a living is to get you to click on them, know that any issue where there are two different sides, no matter how close the opposing sides are to agreeing with each other, know that when you get parenting involved. When you have an opinion on parenting, you will fire up the masses. Mommy blogs? There is nothing that gets people more fired up than opinions on parenting. I uh, Honestly, I haven't even seen visceral responses to Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton like I've seen with parenting. It wow. is unbelievable. There, it, It's crazy. There are parents who actually out there believe that you should not even have peanut butter made ever. Peanut butter should never be made again. Oh, it should just be banned? It should just be banned. <laughs> there are people out there who believe... And penicillin while we're at it. Yeah. There's people, people are believe, allergic to that too. People believe that, that if your kid can't, can't handle peanut butter, it's probably not going to make it very long. There are diametrically <laughs> opposing people everywhere. Oh and oh it's, my God. And I, I have seen it in the comments. We've seen it on KISS. You even mentioned parenting. It's just crazy. So we don't. We don't because it's insane and you don't deal with that. Jesse, confirm. We don't talk about it anymore. Um, I would argue <laughs> that parenting is the most important thing in life and that if people get upset about it, there's a reason for that. Yeah, it's because they're passionate. Yeah. So we shouldn't be ragging on parents. We're not ragging on parents. I'm just saying people know. They know how to get people up, up in arms about it. And this is really a small issue. But you just said it was a big issue. You just said it was a big issue, Adam. I don't think I said it was a big issue. I said the reaction. I said it was a big story and there was a big reaction to it. But don't the people's opinions matter, Adam? I think think a big issue is if Donald Trump gets into the White House. I think a big issue is that a bunch of uh, U.N. trucks delivering food and winter clothes in Syria were bombed yesterday. That's a big issue. Yeah, we might get to that. I think peanut butter is a bigger issue. (laughs) (laughs) Because the children are our future. And if we are not looking out for our children... What will happen to our society where there are bombs? I want it, Skittles have already been ruined for me. Oh. Leave Reese's Pieces alone. Thank you, Donald Trump's God. greasy son. Um, can we talk about, Which though? Which one? Let's, let's talk about something fun. I, had, okay. I came up with an idea last night. Yeah. Sure. If you... Obviously, because... What is Team North America? They are the team. What's the requirement to be on Team North America? Uh, you'd be 23 years old or younger and from Canada or the States. What does that make Team North America to a, to a man? 
young millennials. Oh. It makes them all millennials. Has there been anything more sad? Like in terms of, I'm not sure what the word is, pop culture? Mm-hmm. Than baby boomers overusing and misusing the term millennials and to ripping millennials? about young kids. Is there anything more sad than the freedom flower power man generation going, these damn kids? It's the saddest thing ever. I they wish for- they could see themselves. They forget. I wish they could they see forget. themselves through different And you eyes. know what's scary? We'll do the same thing. I know. We that bums me same. out. Yeah, it makes me sad. That it, bums me out, The thing out, is, man. is that it's a few people ruining it for the entire generation. We're, I'm doing a different version where I go, adults just don't understand. Will Smith made that song. Was it Will Smith? Parents just don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith and now the DJ he's a Jazz parent, and he's going, "Yes, the fuck I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do understand." <laughs> well, does he? You look at you. Look nah, at yeah, you're there. right. Yeah. So here's here's why I bring up the mo- the fact that Team North America. Tyler, the creator thing. Oh, oh my god! I, didn't see that I am not Will Smith. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, because because yeah. here you know. Jaden posted a picture with Tyler, the creator, and he's like, "I'm hanging with my dad" or something like that. And then Tyler tweeted back at him, "I'm not Will Smith." <laughs> Tyler the Creator is really funny. He is. He is. Although, anyway, try, good sorry. good luck to anybody that has to interview him. Jesus, I've heard some Tyler the Creator interviews. He just clowns people the whole time. He it's is like, great. okay, I'm not gonna. Eat. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. Um, He's a lot of fun. The uh, the thing I wanted to ask you though <laughs> is if you are a pissed off forty something writing for a print newspaper and you don't give a damn about oh, digital, so I'm guaranteed to be pissed off. All right, all right. What is your headline? About and you're a sports writer. What's your headline about how this team millennial is ruining hockey? And by Ooh. the way, I want this to be a Reddit thread. So I want everybody to create their best clickbait headline about Team North America ruining hockey. Because I know there's going to be a think piece floated out there about about something. Leadership. There's no app for that. <laughs> I like that. I like or, that. What's better? Leadership. There's no app for that. Or experience. There's no app for that. Because you know those millennials, how they rely on those apps. <laughs> they're, they're Snap Twitter. And they're Face Twitch. Yeah, they're Face Twitch. Yeah, yeah I always sure. love when, when older generations too get that, get that wrong intentionally. Like they, they uh, yeah, because they don't actually know. Like it's people who say Justin Bieber, because because why? <laughs> Just call him his real name. But it's like it's like their way of rebelling. I'm not hey, going to call him his real are name. You use your face page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, your, your Snapstagram. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. No, I'm not going to use that word. Um. So what would yours be, Jesse? Um. Team North America puts down their phones to forget how to play defense. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. See, I had something. I had something kind of lame. Now that I think about it, it was like it was like uh, I remember looking it up. It, I was talking about this last night online, and I'm like, uh, uh, 20, 20 team, twenty things Team North America needs to realize about hockey. Number seven made my jaw drop. But that's a millennial writing a millennial. Yes. Then I had Jefferson. Write me. And this is the funny, this is why I'm bringing this up in the first place. Because Jefferson writes in all caps, You'll blow your fucking knees out when you read these six ways millennials have ruined hockey. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, That is the best tweet 
I have ever read in my life. <laughs> You'll blow your fucking knees out <laughs> when you read these six ways millennials have ruined hockey. Hmm. Well done, Jefferson. Well done, buddy. Well done. So I brought that up just for that reason. I'm trying to think of I some, want... something along the lines of you're 25. Why haven't you moved out yet? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. These these 19 team North American players are still living at home. Uh, I want I want some headlines on Reddit. I want to start a thread, and I want your anti-millennial, anti-team North America ruining hockey. So team. Yeah. So the premise is team North America is ruining hockey. The reason millennials. So you, so you are not a millennial. Create... You so, are not. You are a non-millennial. Yeah, How you, do you make that headline? You, can't do, you make, can't do. You won't believe number seven. Right. That's, no. That's wrong. That's millennial. You're playing the wrong character, sir. That's right. So, I want you to. I want that, and I'm I want. I want everybody else to upvote the ones they think are the best, and we'll go through the winners next episode because I think that'll be fun. Okay. I'm going to be distracted the whole rest of the show because I'm going to be trying to think thinking about this. Right. Well, I'm not yeah. sure how much of the rest of the show we have. Do we have a Liberty Village today? Uh, no. Oh, we don't. No. We still haven't got to that really good one. You gotta give me a heads up, Adam. Oh, I'm sorry. There was a... (laughs) I said there was a Stanley Cup of Liberty Village coming. We're gonna have to go back and find it. I have it. I have it saved. You've got a lot to learn about the world. Can you find it? Cup. If you give me a few minutes. I'll give you a minute. You gotta learn. (laughs) We'll pause. I want Jesse to find this. We're not pausing. You guys oh, okay. Well, going. we'll find. We'll keep going. So here's Jesse's going to find this. I promised the Stanley Cup of a Liberty Village story. We'll get to it in just a second. Steve, do you have any others? Team Millennials, like when they get eliminated. Yeah. Team Millennials pacified. Oh, as if pacified. to say, yeah. I thought you were going to go with like Team Millenniated because they've or been eliminated. Like they could have a picture of uh, Matt Murray drinking from his Gatorade bottle after mm-hmm. he gets scored on. and uh, Oh, no. I know what you're saying. Baby gets his bottle. <sighs> something something like that. Yeah. Or is that a little... That's a little too... Nah. Yeah, like Team North, Team North America lost. As lost as their generation. Ooh! Like, you know? Yeah. Because it's always about us not having any focus. It can't just be snarky. Because baby gets his bottle is snarky, but it's not curmudgeony enough. No, there's a difference. Yeah, you've got to be. If you have an angry uncle who's just angry, you know there there are some people you meet and they're just mad. They're just mad, and they're just a curmudgeon. Yeah, yeah. Think, channel them, channel that. Interesting. I think we're gonna have some good responses. By we the are. way, while we're on the topic of, of the, we are going to two episodes this week, so Thursday we will have another episode for you. Yeah, will we? We have to. When are we gonna do it? We can't do it Thursday morning. Uh, yeah, I guess we could do it in the morning. So here's the issue Adam and I are facing. We have a wedding on Thursday night. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a wedding Thursday night. Uh, so Thursday I, night. Yep. Yeah, so I love we're gonna, you, Nate and Anna. So we're gonna have those. Love you. Um, uh, on th- we are gonna have to do a, a show Thursday afternoon. Morning. So be ready for that well, Thursday morning. Yeah, you'll hear it in the afternoon. Um, the other thing is we got to talk about something that we have not yet talked about, uh, and that is can't find it. Oh, uh, you can't find it. We'll I'll find it. You can tonight. always find it. Oh. I'll look for it tonight. Yeah, it's gonna take too much. We'll time. I thought that's what you millennials did. <laughs> you find the things on the machine top. Anyway, anyways. Yes, Adam. Adam had something. What are you doing Saturday, October fifteenth? Is this confirmed?
confirmed. Confirmed. Can we finally announce it? We can finally announce it. I'm Wait, busy are, that. Hold on. Is all of it confirmed? One half is confirmed. Oh. But can we announce the one half? The one half we're announcing. Is that the what we're about half. to do? That's what we're about to do. Okay. I'm busy that day. Are you busy that day? Yeah. Sorry, guys. What are you doing? I got plans. Jesse, shut up. I got plans. Jesse doesn't Jesse, have plans. shut up. You know, he's, Jesse's, Jesse's he's 24 and unmarried. He doesn't have plans. No, he's kidding. Yeah. 23. Totally. 23? You no are single and it's a month in advance. You do not have, you plans, have plans, Jesse. You don't have plans for this weekend. Get out of here. We have, I have plans till the end of November. <laughs> yep. So, Adam. Yeah, only only you big non-millennials don't have plans. We know? are millennials. We are so <laughs> millennials. Is that the way you're talking? You oh, youngins wow. don't have plans because you're not married. No, because we you don't have dogs that are. Doodles. Adam has neither of those things. Well, Steve is married. Marriage and a dog. Some of us aren't talking about Adam. Oh, some of us are here to talk about Steve. Yes. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Guys, we have a huge announcement to make. Can we get to it? No. Saturday, yeah, sure. October fifteenth. What you doing? The Toronto Marlies take the ice. For their very first game. <sighs> their home opener, some it's might call tished, it. It's a tished, you might say. It's a tished. <laughs> oh, just wait for that magical moment when they finally touch the ice. <laughs> You'll get so much joy. <laughs> what players will be there? <laughs> Perhaps Brian in Leipzig. Maybe Gyrid Sparks <laughs> or Antoine Bebe. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Antoine Bebe. We should have Sean Mendez to come in here and say, Sean, we just want you to say a bunch of names. Can and their you? head coach, Shailen Kaif. <laughs> <laughs> the Toronto Marlies are playing. Yes. And we have something that's kind of special. <gasps> What's up? We have a promo code. For $20, we will give you, well, we won't give you. You have to go to um, the Marley's website. I wish, we, no. What? We, we promo, will get none of your money. Use the promo code Steve Dangle, and you will, for $20, get a ticket to this game. To the home opener. Now, this is what's different about this one is that we actually are working with Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment on this one. Oh, what? And who are they? they who, who that? Sorry, new phone. Who dis? Um, they are a burger company. Have given us an entire section. What a dangle navy section! The dangle navy section. And they all get navy hats when they arrive at the stadium. Jesse, don't tease them with that. That's, That's not true. Not true. All we the do seats not... are actually boats. Yeah, wouldn't that be... <laughs> all right, in water. We should make that a challenge. Who can make their sh- their their? Who can best put a ship? Make their make their seat into a ship with cardboard. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't already part of it. <laughs> so not only will the Marlies take the ice, not only are the tickets twenty dollars, not only is there a Dangle Navy section, but after the game ends for one hour, you and us. And 250 other people ah. will be able to skate on the ice. At Rico Coliseum. So the second... Steve is also playing left wing the whole game? Yeah. It's going to be a bummer. We're going to lose. But after you <laughs> yeah. see that, then we get to skate on the ice. So here's the deal. We, we have more than 250 seats. 
to available. Yes. Because in the past, strange, strangely in our, in our heads, we didn't really expect this. We were like, yeah, yeah, let's like keep it at like 50. And within the first couple days, a hundred would sell. And we'd be like, "Uh, okay, so now we don't have a section anymore. Now we have a full on section. The thing is only the first 250 are going to be able to do the skate with us because quite frankly, 250 people on a skating rink is a lot. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't think at 250 we're going to be able to to fit. Well, we will be able to fit everybody. We're just not going to be in full stride. Um, <laughs> Which is a okay by me. <laughs> now, if if you're still undecided after that 250 dollar or a 250 person limit, there will be more Dangle Navy seats available. You just won't be able to skate. So I would highly recommend going to Marleys.ca, entering the promo code Steve Dangle, one word, all caps, paying 20 bucks, and coming down to the game. And then bring in your skates, because guess what? We're all going skating afterwards. Quite skating good. party to kick off the season! Woo! Can you do this right now? You can do this right now. Like, this moment, I'm, you can go yeah, and 1,000% sure you can do this right now. Like, somebody oh. listening right now can go type in and buy their ticket. Should we tweet? No, we shouldn't. Until the show's up. Oh, yeah. Wait till Listeners. Yeah, well, it's confirmed. You can do it right now. Yes. Okay. Yes. Adam, Adam doesn't say yes lightly. All I right. do in this case. Uh-oh. But by the time this show goes up, it will be confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, no. no it's been, like two hours. Here's the thing. Actually, this, this has been live for a couple weeks. You just haven't known about it. Now, we have been holding back because the other thing that happens that night that happens to be big is that the Toronto Maple Leafs have their home opener. Yes. So the Marlies game, for those of you who are like, what? How are you going to do that? The Marlies game starts at 1. Mm-hmm. Which means it'll be over and we'll be on the ice by like uh, four. No, mm-hmm. not three. Yeah, like two and a half hour game. Yeah, there's less commercial breaks and stuff. Math. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Math. Math. Two and a half hours, three. Math. So we'll skate till four thirty ish. Four thirty five o'clock gives you lots of time to go home, get ready for the game. The Leaf game starts at seven. And but, it's the centennial season. We know the pregame ceremony is going to be at least forty five minutes. But there's something else coming that we can't talk about. Do we also have tickets to the Leafs home opener? No, we don't. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> but I want you to keep that Saturday night open. But this thing is even better. Probably. Do we have to bring our own skates? Hmm? Do we have to bring our own skates? To the game? To the Marley's game. I'm pretty sure. I would yeah. say, yeah. Just go to play it again if you don't have them. I have skates and now I have to get them sharpened. Oh my um, God. It's been, it's been like three months since I've skated. Can you believe this guy? Jeez, Look man. Look at this guy. This is so much of a hassle. I don't want to go. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse doesn't have plans, but boy, boy, it sure is hard to get over to Canadian time. There is no no place in Liberty Village that will sharpen your skates. No, we have no printing places. Nowhere to do. Your <laughs> well, it's obviously it's the Millennial Village. Who prints anymore? We have a metro and lots of dog shops. You do have you a lot get, of dog shops where you can get nice, nice treats for your dog, mm-hmm. but nowhere to get my skate sharpened. Will we be serving wine at Rico Coliseum this night? Hopefully. I'm saying that you whine a little bit. I don't know if you got that. It was a very sophisticated joke. Yeah. Uh, for someone who's so intelligent and strong, I'm really surprised at the whining going on here. Um, this just sounds like a big deal for me. Well, okay. So Steve and I bed. are really excited about this. Jesse, I am not a fan. Jesse's not a fan of, you know. No, but you know what you are? A millennial. <laughs> so we've got the Marley's game covered. We've got a post Millennial's not so sharp. Sorry. Oh, that's no. a good one. I actually kind of like that one. I don't know. Um, 
Uh, so we've got that. We, so we got the game. Remember, Marley's.ca, promo code Steve Dangle. Uh, 20 bucks a ticket. First 250 people who buy this seat will get to go. And it doesn't matter if you buy... You know, uh, buy the seat closest to the ice that you can because obviously you want to buy the best seat possible. They're all the same price. Um, however, make sure that you get in the first 250 if you want to go for a skate. And and we'll have an announcement for you probably next episode, part two. And I think we're going to call it the Steve Dangle Podcast Hockey Day in Toronto or something. we got to come up with a name for this because there is a plan for the Toronto Maple Leaf section of Saturday the 15th, yes. and it just needs to be confirmed completely, so and we, we don't will be get set. sued. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we're very, very excited about it. So we're going to spend a, basically we're gonna spend a day together. All of a us. A whole gosh darn day. Yeah. I'm down. Me too. I'm down for it. Me now, too. because I have experienced trouble with this before, the Marlies are playing at Rico Coliseum, right? Yeah. Are they not playing at the Air Canada Center? For their opening game? Yeah. Let me check. No, just <laughs> because I know this guy. Mm. One time he showed up to Rico Coliseum, mm-hmm. and weirdly the doors were locked and no one was there if you're, because the Marlies were playing at the ACC. You friends who did it with you as well. Oh, yeah. That, that one dude he, he cabbed with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, wait, was that you? No. No, that no, wasn't you. I wasn't that dumb. I was going to say, hey, remember that time the cab took forever? <laughs> nope. Because he insisted on not going over 30. So here's here's the thing. If you're asking yourself um, why we don't know this stuff all before we go to the go to air, it's because there's a lot going on right now. We're a little bit scattered. Did, did you not hear about Mercury? Uh, it's Mercury's in retrograde. It is in... That word is what Mercury is in. Well, here's, here's the problem is that... I looked at the Marley schedule, and they're at home against the Comets. Ah! <laughs> so Jesse's going to look it up. I'm pretty confident I'm pretty sure at it's Rico. Rico. Yeah, because we have to skate on the Rico ice. It's oh, at Rico. It's at Rico. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah, they specify when it's the Air Canada Center. Yeah. It's like at on, Rico. Yeah. In November, they have a game at the Air Canada Center. It says. Thank you for doing some recon on Rico. Mm. Oh, gross. Hey, by the way... <laughs> And this appeared on our Reddit page, so thank you to our alert listeners for finding this. Um, the guy that wrote NHL headlines for us for all those years, the NHL.com headlines, he's no longer with them. Oh. But he did land a job. Where did he land a job? With an NHL franchise. Ah! Doing social media. Get not quite franchise. He is the, the next... Sense? <laughs> the sense. <laughs> no, the sense a not quite franchise. Vegas. Mean, oh, <laughs> that's awesome. So the guy that wrote all the NHL headlines that we loved so much is going to Vegas. So, oh, that's I, great. I can't wait for him to start writing stuff again because we'll figure something out. But we got to have him on. Oh my God! All of the Vegas puns. Oh, the Vegas puns. Oh, rolling great. the dice, and ice rhymes with dice. That's all I got for right now. But there's so many it's possibilities. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Maybe we could get him to do a Team North America Millennials headline written by an angry print something 40-something-year-old. You know what? If the Las Vegas team wins because of a big slap shot, you could call that shot a Las Vegas rip instead of the strip. We're working on it. That's, <laughs> that's why they hired him and not me, apparently. Hey, do we have time for the press conference? We do. Let's do it. I don't know. Conference. <laughs> Las Vegas rip. That was bad. It's hilarious. 
Um, Astromaster13 wants to know. Just in case there were, you know, we want to differentiate Astromaster from all the other Astromaster, the first 12. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Since time flies when you're having fun, does, does crippling depression make a person live longer? <laughs> is that an actual question? Stop <laughs> reading our shower thoughts. You that stick is, to our Steve Dangle. That is page. our shower thoughts for sure. <sighs> this is a question from Astromaster13. I had five upvotes on our Reddit page. <laughs> Screw those five people. That's a that's a no. You have an answer. I don't want to get us existential here. Uh, or if, I'm not even sure if I'm using the right word there, but you know what I mean. Probably not. I tweeted this before the show. Did Harambe think a hot dog is a sandwich? We asked Brangelina while Skittles, Tebow, Jimmy Fallon, Lena Dunham. You won't believe number six. That's great. That is really That's my answer. Nice. That's a golden tweet, man. I like that. All right. Um, Bulbasaur writes. That's bowl with the B. I like that. That's good. Okay. Anyways. Sign one. There's only one Bulbasaur, by the way. Did oh. you notice that? Mm, yes. Sign one, trade one, wave one. Oh. Matthews, Ekblad, McDavid. Oh, man. Screw you, dude. Sign one, trade one, wave one? Mm-hmm. Oh. I hate, I hate this. He knows what we're going to answer. Do you, trade Ma- do you trade McDavid because you can get the most value in return? Okay, this is easy. You hold on to McDavid because while you would get the most value in return, You're there's never no him. possible way you'd get anything close to what's valuable. We're talking about one of the maybe top five players in the league. If you trade him for Crosby? I mean, no. Shut up. Shut up! Did I just stump Steve? Keep McDavid. <laughs> keep McDavid. Trade Matthews. Really? Yes, because he's got... Uh, he's only on an entry-level deal. And you trade him? Yes. Because Aaron Eckblad makes the most money. Who has that much cap space? Right? Oh! So, and I gotta wave one of them because of your stupid question. Yeah, I'm with so, Steve. That's a good one. Woe is me. I'll have McDavid... Whatever I get for Matthews and laughed at eternally for letting go of Ekblad. <laughs> there you go. The worst decision in NHL history. Oh, for sure. For sure. Except for that time where the Calgary Flames almost signed Ryan O'Reilly and then he would have immediately gone on waivers and they didn't know because <laughs> they're stupid. Or the Montreal Canadiens traded their best defenseman for a guy who's not their <laughs> who's best defenseman. 31. <laughs> Good job, guys. Are you going to... I'm with Steve. I okay. think that's flawless logic. I'm with you on that. Uh, what do you think of the ref helmet cams? Oh, they're awesome. I think it's a great idea. They're awesome. I think uh, the problem they had at first was, uh, I, I guess the vetting process wasn't quite good enough, and the refs and maybe players weren't totally comfortable right. with uh, what was revealed. But, I mean, you see amazing things like uh, the ref's point of view for for McDavid setting up Matthews. That was unreal. And there was a great one that I don't think made nearly enough rounds on Twitter of a ref just getting completely chastised by Ovechkin. And then, like, it's so close you can read his lips. And I like, I swear to God. Yeah, I swear to God. No, someone put the caption, like, how the fuck do you know that? Wow. You could read, read his lips. <laughs> yeah, except, Reader. like, how the fuck do you know that? Can you, if you can read lips, 
if someone has an accent, do they have an accent when you're reading lips? You just need to keep in mind, I'm actually really good at it. I'm really good at reading lips, I think. Can we test this in any way? One, one more time, Adam? <laughs> you didn't say anything. I, I'm pretty sure you said to lick your butt. But you didn't use the word butt. I didn't. I said lick my ass. <laughs> I just wanted Steve to say it. <laughs> so you are good. Well yeah, done. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well done. Yeah, I wanted to... Yeah. Um, wanted to say something so disgusting even Steve wouldn't say What's the it. strangest piece of hockey memorabilia you own? Uh, I got a one of a kind thing. I'm going to clip that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the new entrance, the new intro for the press conference is just, uh, <laughs> can't wait for Skrillex to make a song out of that. Um, so my friend used to do, uh, audio visual setup. Mm-hmm. And um, for some reason, he used to do that for a lot of hockey players. I'm not actually 100% sure why. That's how I have some of my Johnny Bauer stuff. Because apparently, if you go to Johnny Bauer's house, he just gives you memorabilia. <laughs> wow. So much of it. And um, he went to, I won't say who the broadcaster was, just in case. But he went to a broadcaster's house. And the broadcaster had this movie poster done up. like a f- or, Sorry. The, bod- the broadcaster had received a gift, and it was a movie poster that was fake, and it was mm. of Wendell Clark. Oh, that's a good Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, and it's this crazy Wendell Clark picture, and it's got all these reviews of his fictional movie from, like, all these writers and players in the league, and, like, one of the quotes is from Wayne Gretzky, and it's like, why isn't my wife in this? Or something like that, and it's signed by Wendell Clark, and given to this broadcaster. That's cool. But he just ran out of stuff. He ran out of room in his basement, so he gave it to my friend, who was like, I don't know what to do with this, so he gave it to me. (laughs) So now I have this irreplaceable one-of-a-kind thing because Mm it is addressed to someone who is not me. (laughs) Might we also say say that Steve bought a new doll? Mm -hmm. Steve bought a new doll. We should bring this up. Yeah, it arrived from Toys R Us. (sighs) Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Daniel Daniel tweeted us. Very impressed. Toys R Us. That you're still getting packages from Toys R Us. Max Pacioretty figure. I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it because it's got to go in the room. Because he's met Max Pacioretty. I met him and I got a picture with him. Is that a reason to need a doll of a person? It is. And I tell you what, I counted how many dolls I had the other day just so I could tell you guys. Oh, oh I can't wait to be told off by how many dolls you have. <laughs> No, because I just want to see how much you'll judge me. Because you were judging me so much by having like two the last show. What? Do you want to know how many I actually how many dolls have? Do you actually have? I want you to take a guess. I'm going to say twenty. Forty-three. Forty-three. Survey says forty-six. Oh wow! Wow. And those are the ones that I've paid for. I have a couple other if free. Each ones. of those dolls. Each of those dolls was glad you asked. Twenty that. bucks. You're almost talking. That's $860. Yeah, almost $1,000 in... No, that's $920. 43. Oh, I said 43 times 20. My oh, yeah. That's no, my guess. Don't, <laughs> don't uh, multiply it by your wrong answer. Sorry. Although, sh- really close to right answer. <laughs> answer and then... And... So, some of them were less than 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. A couple were more. So, I would say 20 is a decent average. 
So yeah, we're closing in on about a thousand dollars. I thought it was interesting. We got we we did get That's a bunch of people tweeting us about. There was a lot of a lot of support for you last episode about how much you paid for that limited edition As James Reimer. Yeah. Now I say it's limited edition because there's lack of an audience who would want to buy a James mm-hmm. Reimer Reimer doll. Not how it works. Sort of how it's lit. If there's only a hundred people who buy it and you're only making 100, then you put limited edition on it so those 100 people want it more. Now, on Amazon, that James Reimer thing is $128. Did you know that? Yeah, I did, because the fine people of Twitter showed me that. And I saw a few people who were selling it for less than what I paid. $20. Yes. Most, though, were about what I paid or more. So shove it! (laughs) Shove it, Adam Wilde and Jesse Blake! Now, does that mean we should shove it, Jesse? Uh-huh. Or does that mean there are just a lot of people who don't make sense out there? I think it means that we make much better financial decisions than, than many, Steve Dangle. many out there. Yes. And you it, almost bought William Nylander's jacket. I, I did, but I didn't. Did I? You thought Mr. About it. Toys R Us. You would have looked good in that jacket. I would have. That would have been a good purchase. You can't wear a James Reimer figurine. Once upon a time. Well, you could. But you could feel, feed some starving kids with it. You could do. <laughs> <laughs> children i'm sure it's what i meant <laughs> i didn't mean have the kids made into food sweeney todd damn it one time i opened a pack of hockey cards uh-huh. and i found a card that i'd never i've never seen this type of card before it was mark savard on it but the entire card was yellow hmm. the entire card was yellow and there was just like an outline of him and the writing and what i discovered was this was actually actually a printing plate card. So what Upper Deck will do is they will take the plates that they use to make cards. Wow. They have, like, I think, I can't remember what the color scheme is. It's four, four colors. It's like yellow, red, blue, and something else. I got the yellow one. And mm. he was with the Bruins at the time, so it made it extra cool. And that also meant that card was a one of a kind. And you know what I got on eBay for that card? $60. I got a free James Reimer figure. So shove it. How much money did you spend on useless Tim Hortons hockey cards? Those were only a dollar a pack. How much? Oh, fuck. I don't know, man. I don't know. $100? No, not $100. $50? No, not $50. More. Probably. More. Probably 50 No, not We actually 50. had somebody tweet us and say, I spent 200 bucks. Oh my shit! You know what? Probably fifty bucks. Yeah, right around there. Because every day you'd come in here with like four packs, and that lasted for like. Steve, a month. I think I think rather than making fun, I think it's time to acknowledge that you have a problem. Yeah, that you have a problem. And what's that? Are Shitty we friends? Ha- Should we do this now? <laughs> do I? We were planning on having an intervention. Yeah. And so I mean, I've got my I've got my note written up down here. Mm-hmm. In and- what ways does my doll collecting hurt you, Adam? <laughs> Let me know. I just worry about your future children who... They will have so many toys! When when they're on hoarders with you. Uh, I'm so, they won't be allowed to play yeah, with any of they them. Be, they're going to be playing with plastic boxes and like... <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm just going to get 30 cats. Collect those two. And just have them ruin my life. I'm going to be Will Ferrell from the Lego movie. Yep. I'm going to have a house of toys and let my kids play with none of them. None of them. 
That was a good twist ending, by the way. I like it that. was a good twist yeah. ending. Yeah. If they it. did dream sequence, I would have sh- killed somebody. Anybody does dream sequence, I would. That was the worst part about Batman versus Superman. Was the best part was a damn oh dream sequence. Oh my god, that movie was awful. It's like, I, oh, this scene is so badass. Batman versus Superman and their soldiers, the shooting, and then dream sequence. Not interested. Thanks. Not um, not interested. Any more questions, Jesse? Uh, do you guys know what you're going to be for Halloween? Ooh, a little early for that. No, yeah, a little early. Okay. I will think of something good. Every year I say, I'm going to be Jim Carrey from The Mask. <laughs> and happens. I never do it because I'm like, God, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> you and you and uh, Mrs. Dangle have taken a lot of the ideas that I would have totally loved to have done. And since you've done them, I can't do them. And, and I cannot of them do them for you. Yes, yeah. you're right. Like Terrence and Philip would have freaking loved to do Terrence and Philip. And I was do like, it. I'll give you the masks. I we cannot do Terrence and Philip no. because you guys have done it. No. I think we're gonna do. I think the idea right now. Do you guys know Camp Caribou? Nope. Nope. I've heard of it. All right. Well, some people. Yeah. So we might do the camp counselors from Camp. You know Caribou. what's great. Doing a costume that no one's ever heard of. That's what ah! I. That's why I said might because I told Caprice because she really wants it and I was like I don't know that everybody gets that. It needs to be a I think mainstream pop culture. Thing yeah, to do a costume like I it. think I think we got to go a little newer than that. Yeah. And she, I think she she grew up with it because she had older siblings. So I'm. Yeah, I'm, you guys were dinosaurs. The other day, yeah, last With year, cardboard, yeah, those giant cool. boxes. Those yeah, yeah, thanks, Pinterest. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I'm sure a lot of you have seen this stupid article because Facebook was trying to shove it down my throat. The 40 most creative Halloween costume ideas for couples, bleh, which is targeted at me because it says I'm in a relationship. Thanks, Facebook, you fucking creep. Anyway. <laughs> The, f- the you know, cover I know your photo. Why? Your status on Facebook says you're in a relationship. No. <laughs> I'm not, I've never it says I'm married. <laughs> anyway, the um, the cover photo is a couple. The girl of the couple is wearing a green sweater. The guy is simply wearing a sign around his neck that says envy. <laughs> green with envy. That's so bad. <laughs> that is worth a <laughs> at the front door, and then you spend the rest of your night looking like a dick who just wore a green sweater and a fucking cardboard sign. Put some effort into it. It's Halloween. Have fun. <laughs> if you remember, kids, if you're gonna have fun on Halloween, make sure it lives up to Steve Dangle's fun standards. It better. <laughs> I was the young boy from Up. Well, my wife was the old man. That's depressing. <laughs> no. What part of that movie is depressing? I love that The rest movie. is full of, of mythical creatures and balloons. She died. At the beginning. Get over it. <laughs> Sorry. You're right. Fair enough. That was tragic. Ever seen my phone? What is it? Oh, that's so pretty. No, his background is the up. You just got a text that said, oh. Adam sucks. I did get a text mid-showing you up. <laughs> <laughs> Who so said Isaac? Does it oh, say Adam Isaac? No, it doesn't. No, I made that up. Oh, okay. Man, how many enemies do you have? <laughs> I got enemies. Got a, a lot, lot of enemies. enemies. Yeah. Got a lot of people. <laughs> Texting my produ- friend producer, Jesse. No. no I tried. No, I, no. I tried to work no. it No. Well, gentlemen, this show was a mess. Uh, what, what a bullshit show! <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not it's not because we didn't try. It's just because we're exhausted. We're not good. Next we're Thursday, good. this coming Thursday, it's not even that. It's just Mercury. It's Mercury's Mercury. Mercury. It's in retrograde. This, com- this coming Thursday, Mercury will still be in retrograde. Yep. So we get another pass. It's just yep. a moon of Venus, barely a planet. But I do, I want to remind people, go to that Reddit page. Go to the Reddit page. I want to know. 
I want your millennial headline hot take mm. on Team Team North America. I would like to volunteer my spot at the Marley's game. Anybody who would like to sit in my position as producer for that one day, because I don't want to get my skates sharpened. You ever hate someone? <laughs> like hate someone? I hate a couple people. Yeah? That's not true. I was thinking about that the other day. There's no one I really hate. Really? A lot of people who piss me off, but I don't hate them. Oh. But I will make an exception for this man right here. It's infuriating. Sorry. Anyway. I can't even pretend that I hate Jesse. I can't Yay. either. He can say whatever he wants. People still love him. That's Jesse. <laughs> Vote Trump, everyone. No, don't fucking do that. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.